Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. AEW Rampage this week saw the debut of Daniel Bryan. No, I didn't. I'm lying. I'm making it up. But it does sound like AEW may be going all out to bring him in. I don't know if this stuff's true or not. I just like having fun. But it is the third ever episode of AEW Rampage, so we now need to decide whether it was any good or not. And oddly, it's now almost familiar, which doesn't make any sense, because like I say, it's only been going for three weeks. My name is Hi Mella. Welcome to What Culture Wrestling. And I'm about to take this, the finger of power, and give the good bits an up, and the bad bits are down. You are the watching millions, and you will go into the comments and tell me I'm wrong. It is a lovely relationship. Let's go. So it is becoming clear, aside from groundbreaking wrestling returns, that AEW Rampage is probably going to be a heavy-focused wrestling show, and I'm all good with that, especially when you open with the likes of the Jurassic Express taking on the Lucha Brothers to decide who is going to take on the Young Bucks in a steel cage at All Out. I have no words that can do this justice. It was absolutely terrific, and it is getting an easy-peasy up. The Bucks and Brandon Cutler were watching off at the top of the stage because they have been scouting for the last few weeks, and now I don't know what to do. Imagine I had some kind of word gun, right? And I took the word gun, I just went... And I shot it right into your face, and thousands of words were smacking you right in the skull. And then I said, okay, repeat every single one of those words. You'd be like, well, I'm not going to be able to do that because it was kind of crazy... That is this match. Phoenix and Jungle Boy started things off and they were just nuts, but they made sure to shake hands so we know they're still friends. And then Luchasaurus and Penta were in there and they're nuts as well. It was a little bit like they'd found Chris Jericho's 1004 move list hold thingamajig and gone, why don't we do every single one? And why don't we do every single one at 109 miles per hour? I mean, this was just otherworldly. At one point, Jungle Boy and Phoenix hit dives at the same time to the outside on their respective opponents. But then Luchasaurus got back in the ring and was like, well, I think I'll be a bit more direct here, you know, being a dinosaur all. And he grabbed Penta and he chokeslammed him onto Phoenix. That is going to hurt. He also hit a standing moonsault. And this is not a small man we're talking about. Excuse me, dinosaur. And then Phoenix hit this frog splash, which defied logic. I don't know how he does it. We have seen so many frog splashes throughout the years, but Phoenix does it, and it's like he's casting magic. Jungle Boy was then back in there as well, and he was trying to apply the snare trap, but he just got booted in the face. 
And then we took it up to another level, and this crazy sequence of moves basically ended with Jungle Boy taking a Canadian Destroyer on the apron. That's just the move that they did. They were just like, oh, the new Canadian Destroyer on the apron. Who cares? You need to go and watch this, and you probably need to go and watch it right now. This left Luchasaurus all alone in the ring, and he got whammed with kicks and hit by that crazy Lucha Brothers spike pile driver thing, and they pinned him for the one, two, three to become the number one contenders. Now look, I have not done this right at all. It is so much better than I've made out, but I sat there with all these notes and thought, it's pointless. I could go, they did this, they did that, they did this, they did that, but you're still not gonna understand. These are four terrific, talented wrestlers, and they really made my Friday night, and I say thank you very much. The Unbacks attacked afterwards, but they are a couple of dicks, so they were soon chased off. And I am really pretty damn excited about all of these tag teams being in a steel cage. They're probably going to blow the roof off the place, which is a little bit ironic. What an awesome video we then had just between Darby Allen and CM Punk. I think it ties into this Jim Ross interview that apparently they're going to show soon, and that looks like it's going to be riveting. But if the idea here was to get me even more excited about the pay-per-view, which I didn't think was possible, mission achieved. Up. And then Miro was here. And was it my birthday? Nope. But did it feel like it? Yes. He is just a monster as we know, which is why when he did storm out, he had Fuego Del Sol with him and he just chucked him down the rampway. He put him in the squared circle and just proceeded to murder this man, including ripping off his mask. And as we know, you don't do that. It's really disrespectful. The whole point here, of course, was to spice up his feud with Eddie Kingston because at this juncture, Eddie was like, well, I've had enough of this. I'm storming to the ring. He pretended he was going to say something on the microphone and change his mind. These two had a brawl. They're going to have a TNT Championship match at All Out. They were broken up by referees here. And it's another one of those matches on the card when you go through it and you go, yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah, I want to watch that. I think it's going to be bloody terrific. Just trying to be as British as possible and it's getting it up. Ty Conte versus the Bunny was next. And the highlight of this is that at one point, Bunny was choking Ty Conte against the ropes and Ty sold this like she was actually dying. Now, I'm a terrible person because I laughed at this, but it was just so over the top in the best possible way. I found it very entertaining. The crowd had certainly worn themselves out when we got to this point, probably because of the first match. And also, I think this was filmed after Dynamite. So they must have been like, man, I don't have anything left in my lungs. But this is why AEW Rampage is so good. It is only a 60 minute show, so you can't let anything go too long. This went around about five minutes and it just did its job. I mean, Conte got cut off at the start. She fought back and the bunny beat her down and started to whoop her ass. Chris Jericho was making Adam Cole Bay Bay references on commentary. I think at one point Mark Henry said, it doesn't matter if you know karate, if the other person knows crazy. And that was it for me. I was like, well, there it is. Mark Henry just gave me the best ever line in the history of announcing I am having a nice time. It also tied into the wider story because it looked like Ty Conta had it won here after the Ty KO. But at that very moment, Penelope Ford decided, I don't really appreciate what I'm seeing. So I'm going to go to the ring. This, of course, caused the distraction. And within all of that, the blade passed the brass knucks to the bunny. She punched Ty Conte right in the head. And by the time the referee had turned back around, can you believe it? There was a pinfall. One, two, three. And so, yes, it was the most wrestling finish ever. But it's not like the blade and the bunny don't have a track record with this. They do. And I also enjoyed seeing this partnership between Pidelli before and the bunny. Which way is it going to go? We're going to have to watch and find out. It's the whole point of television. When they were going, yeah, we did it afterwards as well. The blade, I noticed, was wearing his butcher's apron. And that always makes me laugh as well. It's like he was at the shop chopping up some meat and went, oh, 
Gotta go be a wrestler now. Point is, this getting up. Quick back and forth between Christian Cage and Kenny Omega followed with Mark Henry hosting the damn thing. And Don Callis was just brilliant here because he was like, do you think me and Ken are worried about Christian Cage? Look who we have for a tag team partner this evening. It's Brandon Cutler, the most useless person in the wrestling business. Let's just give a round of applause to Brandon Cutler, who every single week makes himself the punchline of the joke, but every single week, completely smashes it. They yelled at each other for a while before we did get our main event, which was Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian taking on Brandon Cutler and Kenny Omega. Cage has gotten this whole carny piece of shit over because that's exactly what the fans were chanting at Don Callis, so good for him. And the whole point of this one was to give Christian Cage another win, so you start to go, oh my gosh, maybe he's going to win it all out. Now, do I think he's going to win it all out? No, I don't. But am I 100%? No, I am not. So this is all working fine. Omega bailed as soon as he would have to face off with his pay-per-view challenger, so we're playing that one. And around about this time, Michael Nakazawa took his briefcase and just hit Frankie Kazarian with it, who turned around like, are you kidding me? Why are you wasting my time? So I'm now getting very excited that maybe AEW Rampage becomes the nonsense ridiculous show. And in case you need to know, I am all for that. Kenny did use this to take over and hit the You Can't Escape on Kazarian for a near two. But once again, as soon as Christian Cage was back in there, he was like, Brandon Cutler, this is all yours. And he tried to run away. He did then notice he could slip in to try and hit Cage with the one wing angel. But when that failed again, this time he was definitely gone. Brandon Cutler got hit by the kill switch. Christian Cage won. Once again, you're like, oh my gosh, he's beating Kenny Omega, but not beating Kenny. Omega, you're going to have to pay your money in a couple of weeks and figure out what's going to happen. So it was a nice feel-good moment afterwards. If you want to see some really cool stuff, go on social media right now and find out what they showed to the live crowd with Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian and CM Punk. But honestly, this hour just flies by. You sit your ass down and just as you're about to get your ass up, it's done and you feel all warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum. It is good Friday night entertainment and overall, this is getting it up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.